What is up, everybody? It's Friday night, late afternoon. Anyways, it's Friday night. I fucked it up. Hold on, I'm just gonna just gonna rewind it. We're gonna like it never happened. What is up, everybody? It's Friday night. You know what that means? It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. It's your boy Brandon Tanguma sitting electronically more than six feet away from me with my lovely and esteemed co-host Dominic Cops and Dominic. We're just going to completely forget I didn't butcher the first time me trying to do the intro because it's Friday. Haven't done a Friday intro in like a month, but we're here. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, it's a Friday night. It's been hotter than fucking hell in the barrier. But is it Friday? I think this. I have a question. Is it technically Friday night? Because it's like 647 at the exact moment we're recording. The sun's still out. Yes. Like, is this late afternoon or does night, like, when is night? Like, I know we we get later sun time right now, but when is night? Like, when would you consider night? Like, I consider night, like, sun setting, which the sun technically is just now starting to set. So it's technically, so you go off of sun, not off of times, because now nighttime. Okay, what do you, what do you, like call, what do you call 1 a.m.? That would be like one in the morning right? late night that'd be late night but technically i think early morning. i think i think late night to i think early morning starts at like five six o'clock Probably okay five come o'clock. from the guy that wakes up at fucking like a noon i said five o'clock dominic you what the what is early morning for you then what, what are you waking up like three okay four then. all right but for the most part you know a lot of people are waking up in that like five ish to six range you know your wife wakes gets to work like at Five o'clock every morning. Because she's a hard-working woman. She is. How come we don't love her, Brandon? How come she doesn't love me? You guys need to reconcile and just, you know. I was going to say something pretty bad, but I don't want to say it. What were you going to say? Was it going to be maybe the same thing I was thinking? Which was? I don't know. You should t- you should say what you're thinking, then I'll say what I was thinking. No, you should say what you're thinking, then I'll say what I was thinking. No, 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 no. You say nah, it first. No, no, same no. time. Same time. One, two, three. Talk it out. Oh, no. I was totally not going to say that. I mean, I definitely wasn't going to say that either. But oh. I just want to see if I can goat you to say what you're going to say. You, you're going to goat me. The goat. Yeah. yeah, throat goat. No. Whoa, wait. R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth. Damn. The third. Anyways. No. That's the Charles is the third. I don't know. Queen's dead. T's and P's. Apparently, it was a great, it was a great day on Twitter yesterday. Huge. What? Your cock is huge? What? My godfather just said that he's a big boy. And I said, nice penis. What? Anyways, so uh, you, guys should, you guys should reconcile your relationship and adopt like 20 cats and name them like nothing but wrestlers and... Don't just, treat them with fleas and then bring the studio audience over and the fleas just kill her. Yeah, pretty much. She yeah. just gets covered in flea bites and then I have to now take Mary, you know, I have to give Mary flea baths. Yes. Yes. Which we're working on it. I may or may not have invested in some some flea things because they were pissing me off before you guys came over. And so we're, we're, we're trying to fix this. You know, it's very hard. It's a lot easier. So, so, so flea you're medication. Bit by fleas now. It's, well, I've been getting... It's a it's a lot it's a lot harder to give cats gets bit by fleas too. It's a lot harder to get cats to take their flea treatment than dogs, Dominic. Can you agree with that? <laughs> Studio audience also has the uh, the sweetest of blood because she's so sweet. 
Yeah, she got the sweet shit dog. But um, but no, seriously. Why do indoor cats have weights? That's what I won't want to understand. You want to come on the podcast and no. take your hot takes? Ah, oh, damn. Maybe we I mean, should have really Adriana hot. come and Adriana should be on next week and talk about the way that uh, she uh, wants to the the way that she plans on taking care of her cats or well, your guys's cats, your adopted kids. Well, maybe when uh you know Mama Cheese you know grows old and retires and she invests in a in a cat farm, maybe her and Adriana could you know be great in laws and you know work on a cat farm sanctuary, whatever you want to call it. I just have a bunch of roaming cats everywhere. It'd be a great time. I mean, you know, but then, okay. you know, but then and I'll you, take and I'll take care of the dog inside. Okay, your penis. Yeah, because I got that dog in me. No. <laughs> what? Um, you got that dog in you? No. Damn. I have a bunny rabbit. Hmm. Energizer Max, you know what I mean? You got a sex hey. drive. Of, you got a sex drive of a bunny rabbit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Studio audience was a comment on that. You want to comment on that? Just yes or no? Maybe. Okay. That's Thank definitely you. a yes. What? Did I have a sex drive of a bunny? <laughs> the laughter does not make me feel any better now. That's because it's selling Dominic short. Way, way more than a bunny. What's like the horniest animal out there? Besides, like an, besides a human. Horniest animal? Well, uh, besides the rhinoceros. Oof. I mean, I got I mean, jokes for days. Horse? Because they got a huge ass cock. Get your foot off. Okay, me. here we go. Google search. Jesus, I. The, the pictures that came up <laughs> when I typed up horniest animals was uh, was something. I got oh, like really? these. Well, I got like these two these two monkeys or those three monkeys. It might be three. Oh, monkeys. hey, hey, hey. Primates. Gotcha. Thank you. Looks like they're scissoring. Then we got like another monkey is like fingering or like putting his hand all the way up the the i presume a female monkey you know we don't we don't kink shame around here i don't know what's going on back there and then we got the bunnies and we got a a panda taking a cute little selfie with its tongue out but according to the google search the number one horniest species in the entire animal kingdom now i don't even know what this source is but we're just going to go off of it can you guess what it is the horniest animal it should be a sloth because they're slow and steady but they get the job done According to this list, which I have no idea if that's this is true or not, or this is a bit, it says the emperor penguin. I believe it. And Dominic, some might call him a penguin. I mean, sense. I have the nickname of penguin back in middle school, so. And I still call you penguin. No, I don't call you penguin. But I mean, you don't know a why. Peng, there's a penguin head next to Whoa, your phone. What? Next, There's a penguin head emoji. Sorry, penguin emoji next to you. So every time, you know, you text me or call me, FaceTime me. Sexed me. I see a penguin. And you cleaning and then, out a flashlight. And then you know that secretly it's I'm horny for you. Yep. Yep. That whole kiss was just a ploy to get me to kiss you. So yeah. Which Dominic you know Adriana is, still hasn't seen the video. What if us kissing or if you clean out a flashlight? Both. No. Okay. She'll Good never see one. the flashlight video, but the one of us kissing, she's she hasn't seen it. Well, if you like to see us kiss, it's on Curveballs and CS. They don't leave, they leave a like, comment, follow us. Dominic wants to uh, get a goal: hundred followers on Twitter and Instagram. 
We're 13 away true. on Instagram. I, I don't know how many were away, like 40 away on Twitter. Dominic said he'll shave. Were you that far away on Twitter? Dominic said he'll uh, shave his beard at 100 followers for both platforms. So uh, everyone go make burner accounts <laughs> and follow curveballs and chair shots. We're at we're 49. At, oh, yeah, we're, no, we're uh, 49. We're 51 away. See, so, yes, everybody, if you're not following us, follow us. And if you are following us, create burners and more burners. If everybody on this podcast, makes at least like five burners. We'll be like 10 away. That's selling us very, that's being very generous. But anyways, Dominic, how are you doing today? You know, we need to get the, the weekly update on work because everybody is just waiting on beta breath of what's going on at all American label. Well, trap in folks. If you guys are not sitting down, sit down for this. Okay, because it's going to be a long fucking story. We might even cover football or anything today. It just might be just be the week we had at work. So everybody knows Monday was Labor Day. Shout out, especially for Dominic, the, the non-union union member. Former, yes, exactly. Former, former union member. Former two-time un- union member. Two-time. Former two-time union non-union member. Yes. Um, came into work Tuesday. Shout out, Rich, no free shout outs, you son of a bitch. Uh, calls in because he's having a shoulder pain. Like, not and not like, oh, I'm having a heart attack, grabbing my shoulder. Like, shoulder pain, like, oh, I was reaching for the shampoo bottle. Ooh, my back hurts now. Like a fucking the, old who man. Who the fuck says they have shoulder pain when having a heart attack? I think shoulder pain is the least of your worries. Well, no, like, if you grab, like, your arm, like, your right, like, shoulder blade or shoulder whatever, it's usually, like, an indicator. You didn't know that? No, I don't plan on having a heart attack anytime soon. The way you eat and drink, maybe. Um, I did get a little buzz yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was more sad. Well, it was excited drinking and then kind of turned into sad drinking. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that after I talk about my week at work. Um, so we did. We. Uh, so then it's me, Tyler and my manager. And Tuesday, we fucking just, you know, do our work. We're doing our shit, minding our business, blah, 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 blah. And then Wednesday, and it's hot, by the way. And we have like a fan. There's no AC. It's like a metal fucking shed. We're fucking sweating our balls off. We have like hundred and Dominic. Don't sell ourselves short. Sorry. Um, it's like a hundred and fucking three degrees. We're fucking sweating. And meanwhile, CSRs, all the fucking press operators are all AC fucking mother bitch ass motherfuckers. And, um, so my manager's like, oh, I told Tyler my idea for tomorrow. I'm going to tell you. And I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it's like something like we're going to do something like cool because Rich is above ground here. pool. I'll, I'll, I've been debating it. And uh, he goes, I want to take everything out of trailer too, which is like uh, the ho- hodgepodge trailer, like just like all of the shit that like they ran too much of for like custom orders and shit. He's like, I want to take everything out of it. And then stock those rolls in other areas and have that trailer be only quarantine labels. And I'm like, fuck, who's the suckers I got to do that? And he's like, you and Tyler tomorrow morning. And basically we get there at seven and we start taking everything out of the trailer and we get like four racks done and there's like 15 racks in there. And it's already like a hundred degrees. I mean, Tyler just like, bro, it's fucking hot. So we decided to stop and we work on our orders and everything. I take off yesterday because I have some appointments to take care of and come to find out they didn't touch anything out there because it was already too hot. It was like 109 
So I come in the day, have to pull my two orders on top of uh, helping stock and everything. It was just such a hard day. <laughs> and my CSR, aka your wife, you know, she didn't help at all. Okay. She just sat at her desk the whole time. So that was my week. How was yours, Brandon? Oh, um, my week was all right. Uh, yeah, you know, I had Labor Day. It was okay. It was hot. As you said, it was fucking hot as balls. And luckily, I think we're on the come down, Dominic. I think we should be good. A couple more days in the 80s, but then it's going to taper off into the mid-70s. So Then it jumps right back up to 110. Yeah, but that was, that was not fun. I felt like I was in Merced, and I don't like being in Merced. Outside. Being inside is great. You know, see my family, seeing the neighbors. It's just your dad's your family. Well, you know, the cats. Oh. Chewy. Your dad has cats, too. Yeah, two cats. They've been around since the San Lorenzo house. Oh, damn. They're old. Yep. Don't know how like, old they are. Sticky old or? Uh, well, let's see. Bear Bear is probably like, well, I think they're both double digits, I think. But I don't know exactly how old because what? Yeah, let's see. We're in 22. I think those things probably, I mean, they look good. I mean, they're kind of fat, but they don't like look like decrepit old cats. So, oh, so kind of like you, you look fat, but you're not, I mean, you, you are know, I, fat. I, I dress well, you know, I can hide it well. You know, if you don't, you yeah. don't, you look at me, you don't think I'm 250, but you know, you're 250. Surpri- Goddamn. Surprise, bitch. Well, probably because I didn't go to, after touting me going to the gym so many times last week, I didn't go to the gym once this week. Damn. I'm a fat, lazy piece of shit. <sighs> Hate to see it. Dominic, how's the uh, diet going? Oh, it's wonderful. It's going wonderful. I'm uh, 180 pounds. Shit, bro. Well, you said hands. once you said once you get down to a certain size, you're gonna start going to the gym with me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. But it was that like one seven. It was 170. Was, the, was yeah, 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 it yeah. was 169. Okay, got it, got it. It's nice, a great number. But uh, yeah, you know, didn't do too much. Did you know? Do some job searching. You oh. might be looking. <gasps> At, well, not like I'm going to get the job, Oh, but I did an interview. Well, I did two. Well, I did an interview and then I did like a, a, a uh, not a ceremony, but like a, a ceremony. instruction, like a Zoom instruction video thing. If Tyler's listening to this, but he probably isn't. If he remembers that one time we did Zoom, we did a Zoom meeting where it was, it's almost like a Ponzi scheme or, you know, pyramid scheme where mm-hmm. it was about like setting up. Oh my God. What was it? It was like setting up like scouting sessions or something if ty was listening to it he knows exactly what i'm talking about it was almost like that but it's to be like a sports data journalist you like download this sketchy app that you can't even get on the app store and you have to go to the games and it sounds like a great time but especially for me and the jeep and in the area we are where there's not a lot of college football games is what they want me to cover college football i don't know if it's really worth my time you know so like would you you would have to go to the game. You have to go to the games. You get paid. You pay. Okay. You have to pay to get in and park probably. Well, yes, you, you, you pay for everything, but they said they'll reimburse you. But the other thing that makes this little sketch is it's a European country. So like everything I have to like try to convert it into euros and like the gas, they say liters, but we do gallons and then trying to like do is do all that fucking mathematics. And for what they, for well, from what I'm applying for was for, I guess for NCAA football and for us around here, there's only like Cal, Stanford, San Jose State, and that's pretty much it. I mean, 
maybe I mean, Fresno I, State, but I, ain't I wouldn't even consider Fresno. San Jose State NCAA. I mean, I know it's NCAA, but I mean, it's not. It's D one. Really, it's D one. Yes, Dominic. I know I we're not a college. I know. I know we're not a college football podcast, but it's D one. They play in the Sky West, same as know. Boise State and Fresno State, I believe. Wow, I didn't know that. I know. I also did an interview to be a digital, a social media digital investigator, which is pretty much I snoop around. I become like Neve and Cammy from Catfish. And they apparently they work for or have clients for um, what's it called? Insurance people. So people like make insurance claims. And then I have to be the asshole to be like, man, this guy's a terrible person to be posted on, on Instagram. I'd be a total dick. Or maybe you're looking at a Alameda County library clerk. Oh, fuck yeah, do it. You'd be a sexy-ass librarian, librarian dog. I know. Bro, you could get little glasses, and then you just shush people. Shh, shh. And then they're like, and then you get the homeless guy that starts masturbating on the computer, and you have to go <laughs> tell him to get the fuck out. <laughs> or you just be like, hey, yo, what you watching? Let me let me get a peek. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 go on this side. It's way better. It's way better. I mean, I, I see you're a man on a budget. Yeah. Great bang for your buck here. I know we're getting all the best free sites. Allegedly. This is just all allegedly. I definitely don't know anything about that stuff, right, Dominic? We're I clean, mean, wholesome, we're clean, wholesome boys around here. Speak for yourself. I'm a filthy, dirty boy. Yeah, but he pays, but Dominic pays for everything because he's so fucking rich. Hey. Anyway, so yes, I so might be a sexy. This, this that concludes the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. I might be a sex librarian, even though they What have, library would it be? Do you know? Uh, it would be like just whatever they want. Obviously, I would would like San Lorenzo, but I would just be at the the foot of whatever they want. You get stuck going to Oakland. Some de- decrepit old ass. Fu- oh, maybe get some rich. Uh, no, Richmond's not Alameda County, huh? Maybe I go to Livermore. Livermore seems like a nice place. Livermore is very nice. I don't know what their library Dublin, looks like. I haven't Dublin, Pleasanton, uh, Castro Valley. What? Hayward, what? I've been Fremont. to the Hayward. The Hayward Library is the only library card I had. Can't find it. You never had a San Lorenzo one? No. Fuck. I think I went to a San. I. It was like because I would be with my aunt and grandma for the summertime, so we would go to the Hayward one because it's closer. Wow. Don't in the San Lorenzo community. What a son of a bitch. In the San, you know, the San Lorenzo ones. I mean, back in our day, it wasn't that great. They just refurbished it with it. You know, it's every time, Dominic, every time we finish our education, the, the school behind us always gets good. I mean, no, well, Delray, Del, was, Delray got all the new parks and everything. Bohannon got the gym and Arroyo got all the fucking fancy baseball field and track and everything. Exactly. It's a goddamn shame. And, you know, once we get into our 20s, the fucking SLZ library, which I don't think I've ever really went in. Well, I've went in there a few times, a few times. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's. Now it's a place for QAnon people to go and yell at uh, drag queens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why the fuck not? That's a great fucking day. Everybody can't oh, Dominic. Hey, that would be a cool thing to do. Would you go see a drag show? You. Oh, I thought you were going to say it'd be, I thought you were going to say it'd be cool to go yell at drag queens and yell homophobic slurs at them. Maybe if I'm drunk, but. You should have uh, very clear, you, you know, definitive drawn a line in the sand from where you were going after our last statement. Yeah, but see that, that that makes this podcast fun. You don't know what I'm meaning until actually I say it. So with, with anyway. you know, maybe that can be our double date is you and your wife and me and Mary go see some drag shows. Maybe you and me Plural. fuck a chub. Who cares? Dominic, you're 
there's no way, no chance in hell you're going to a goddamn drag show. Studio, did you go to a drag show? I didn't say her. I said you. Oh, me. I mean, technically, I already kind of went to one when I went to the SF Ugwa show, which I sent you some videos. How about you go get that dress that you put on in high school and it's my drag show? Me Whoa, and Dominic. Dominic, you, you, Dominic, have you dabbled in the drag? No comment, but what you're saying, I think, I, don't, I mean, I think you gotta elaborate after that. I mean, what are, we, what are I, you talking about here, Dominic? Maybe, maybe I'll post a picture on the Twitter of uh, of the picture in question. It's not very flattering. I uh, I might have jean shorts underneath the dress, which is terrible. It is on they, my, they could go look they at it. It's there the deep dive through the through the Instagram, where through your Instagram, yeah. Well, it's Dominic, like one of the first pictures I ever posted, I think. Well, I got time. You got time. But I you got know, plenty of time. But I think what Studio Audience is alluding to is maybe me and you put a drag show on for your wife and studio audience. And we see who gets the better tips. So what would AKA, be uh, your, your drag song? Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Okay. Might go with like a Disney, Disney theme or something. Yeah, but then you're going to get canceled. Why would I get canceled? Because Disney doesn't want you dress some drag queen dancing to their songs. Why not? Because they're homophobes. They're not all homophobes. Well, hey. Walt Disney was, but people who work there aren't. Maybe we got to run it by Francis. Maybe Francis you wear, can be, Francis you be the a, Q&A or whatever. Would you be wearing a uh, pink shirt? Pink <laughs> skirt or pink? Uh... Yeah, and I have a blonde wig on. Yeah. Yeah. And why did you even mention you were wearing jean shorts? You can't even, you can barely see your tits. Why did you wear jean shorts have to mean anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just remember I was wearing the jean shorts underneath and I just felt like, I think Ian might've taken us to school that day. And I remember like I had it on and I remember he was just like, get the fuck away from me. And I was just like, bro, it's for class. Like relax. So Relax. Relax. So drag show, curveballs and cherry shots, drag show coming soon. Uh, I mean, what number are we at now? 253? Two, oh, this episode's 253, so maybe episode 300 we put on a drag show. So next year. Sorry, sorry. We're uh, we're planning out our uh, weekend with uh, my godfather and godmother. And who so. are these? Who are these people? Uh, you met them. They're the ones that went to the uh, fair with us. They're uh, Zaya Lee's parents. They're your I mean Xander Bogarts. What? Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts. Sorry. Yes. They're your godparents. It's a joke. Oh, okay. It's a hilarious joke. It is. How come I'm not? How come I'm not invited? I mean, Brandon, would you like to go to Boomers with us on Sunday? No. Exactly. That's fucking football. I know. And I have a Los Padres game. Playoff game. Which I checked the schedule for next week. I don't know how it's going to pan out because not everybody does this. But we play a best of three series. And we would maybe have to play or at least play two games next week. Maybe. So I, I mean, I'm not saying any of my... Uh, teammates are listening to this and if I do bad it's because I threw the game because I don't want to play anymore and miss a bunch of football but just saying 
wouldn't be mad if we lost next uh, Sunday. Just throwing it out there. But we do have football. We have so much football to cover. <clears throat> so would you like to elaborate who, this, who the person in the uh, in this the other person behind you in this photo? Because this will be posted on the Curveballs and Treasure Instagram. You better <laughs> believe that. So we just because people, if you're listening to this, you are going to be able to see it. So would you like to elaborate who this person in the back is and why they're trying to fuck um, you? <laughs> fucking Tyler. No, it's not Tyler, but I just homie was ready to risk it all. It's a great caption. What's his name? Uh, was that guy's name Patrick? Yes. Yeah. Patrick. Patrick. He, he was, uh, he was. In that class, that was Mr. G's class, yeah. freshman year, I think. Is that oh. sophomore year? That wasn't junior, that was sophomore year. It was whenever we had that class. We didn't have that class together. Yes, we did. So that was when we started in junior year. So that was junior year then? Yeah. Oh. It was right in the beginning. Oh, so that was junior year then, I guess, right before I met the love of my life. Shut the fuck up, man. Sorry. But, um,. <laughs> I felt so old today at work. Oh, really? Is this a psych? You said psych? <laughs> Jesus, God, how old are you? Exactly. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and then Brandon just said that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I forgot yeah, you forgot that the mic's on. and Yeah. And Chris Jerk over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for putting my beer in front of my face. I appreciate it. But yeah, um, yeah, he's some druggy dropout. Fucking no one the fuck happened to him. Also, it's like everybody in Arroyo. So pretty us. much. We're the only success stories. Pretty much. But uh, yeah, that was funny. That, that Tyler, that was a great caption. I appreciate it. Good job. Well, too bad he doesn't listen to the podcast. So we won't hear that. You put him over. Or maybe he does listen. He only going to skip to the football part so he can write down all of our bets and he can put them in a massive parlay and see who wins. Sure. Okay, let's actually get on to the, the regular scheduled portion of the podcast. We're just quickly growing and growing more into the yak, which I don't think Dominic likes. We're I mean, I'll I'm down to do yak things. I just don't like spoilers, but today on the yak they did the wheel and someone had to get someone has to get acrylic nails, Dominic. Are you down to get acrylic nails for content? Bro, I'm down to get to quick I'm down to do my nails. You do you know what acrylic nails are? Yes. The, the really big Mary, ones. The, the anti Arms. The anti Jody nails. Oh, they're closed on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, sorry, I, for, I forgot to. Uh, <laughs> got to you mute your microphone. No, oh. yeah, I forgot to mute. I'm, I'm sorry. Any, I'm, anybody I'm, out try, there who, who is de who's debating about going to Boomers on Week One of the NFL schedule? They are closed on Sunday. Just an FYI to all those people out there. Well, hey, I'm just, just being honest. You know, I would love to watch football. And why is it Sunday? Why can't it be Saturday? Because Saturday. My padrino has his uh, kids uh, uh, soccer game at one o'clock. Uh, Just like you, is, sports ruin everything. Is that going to game on, game going to go on for like four hours? You can go at night. He's off like at two thirty or late afternoon. <sighs> I don't know. I was down to go to the beach, okay. but fuck the beach. Get it going. Oh, yeah, we got to get it going. So week one into the NFL football season, the Bills take on the Los Angeles Rams, and the Bills blow out the Rams. 31 to 10. Bam, 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 bam. 
Yeah. Well, first we have to go over the MLB. We're not going to go over the standings, Dominic, but we do have some pretty big rules that have been signed off for, even though the players didn't want these rules. The MLB was like, yeah, that's too fucking bad. Um, we're your daddy and we're going to make you do these rules. So after months and months and years of speculation, the pitch clock is coming back or is coming to MLB all these things are taking place in 2023. We got a pitch timer, 15 seconds when bases are empty, 20 seconds when there's a runner or runners on base, and blah, blah, blah. We're going to have bigger bases, and there is the shift restriction, banning of the shift. Two infielders must be in position on either side of second base when the pitch is released. All four infielders must have both feet within the infield dirt when the pitcher is on the rubber. Dominic, we've never really talked about this. We Mainly because it's a little bit boring, but it's finally happening. It is. What is your thoughts on the rule changes coming to twenty twenty three? No more rules. I want like the least amount of rules. I want you have you want to use XFL a- OG XFL rules. Exactly. No I want, rules. I want if somebody wants to if they want to run around with a bat in their hand and fucking you know they're about to get tagged out, they whack the guy in the head. Fuck it. I want like Grand Theft Auto baseball. Like fuck people up. Well, if you come to a Los Padres game, that's pretty much like what it is. Oh, really? Yeah, but you uh, never came to one and probably so never So I'm going to watch them beat you in the head with a baseball bat? Yeah. Well, I'm spoiler down. alert, we're doing a gimmick where apparently we don't know how serious this is because it's the group chat and there's only like three people who actually participate in the Los Padres group chat. But mm-hmm. for the playoffs, they're saying that for us to play, we have to uh, do mustaches for the playoffs. Ooh, about that. You don't really got a good mustache. I don't have a good mustache. I really don't want to do this, but go buy a fake one. Like a Reno 911 one? Yeah, like Spirit. It's open already. You can just go to Spirit, get a fake mustache, and call it a day. It's an idea. If I were to order one at Amazon right now, Bro, could it come in time? Tw- uh, Brandon, set, set a little bit for me. Monday? Sunday, Saturday. Oh. Sorry, I'm retarded. Whoa. And Dom is canceled. I really am retarded. Because I just spelt restarted. <laughs> <laughs> I said, never mind, I'm restarted. All right. Well, ladies and germs, that is it for me. Brandon, you got it from here? I'm drinking. I should keep drinking. Is your wife still listening to this? Hi, Adriana. How are you? Brennan loves you. How are you doing? How are you? 20 kids. Fine. Two. Two dozen. Two dozen. Pull a game. Fur babies. Fur babies. Yeah. Yeah. Fur babies. Yes. Anyways, uh, I'm fine with the time clock. I mean, it kind of speeds up the game. Bigger bases, because, I mean, are they like softball size bases? Or, I mean, do you have the exact measurement? First, second, and third base increases from 15 square, 15 inches square to 18 inches square. See, I, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna help the runner or the or the play or the defensive player. I don't know, like. It goes both ways, I guess. It just makes it a closer play overall. But then it's kind of just like that. That's an extra what? 
to I feel three like, inches. I feel like it helps more second and third for the runner, but at first it helps the, the defense because yeah. it's more of a stretch. So that gives three extra inches to the and we all know Dominic, three inches is a lot. But that's also a three extra Massive. inches less. Three inches is fucking huge, right, Dominic? Hey, three inches is average, dog. What are you talking about? I mean, you <clears> know. <throat> is this thing over here? Can I go home? You are home. Oh, okay. Anyways, move on. All right. I guess we're moving on. And we do a football. There was a game that happened on Thursday. And uh, Dominic was right. I was wrong, even though. I begrudgingly want to be great. Anyways, good job, Dominic. You got to want to know in the season. Want to know, baby. Yes, the Bills just absolutely slobber knocked the Los Angeles Rams 31 to 10 in SoFi Stadium. Sounded like Buffalo, but that's the case for every Rams home game. But uh, it might have been 31 to 10 and it wasn't even that close. The Bills had a bunch of turnovers. And it could have been 49 to 10 or something like that. It was not that. I mean, it was tied at half, but the Rams just never really looked good. Um, Dominic, are you, do you put more stock in the Rams are that bad? The Bills are that good? A little combination of both? Because I think it's uh, more the Bills are that good. I mean, Josh Allen was perfect. Hmm. I'm in the middle of talking about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Jesus. Uh, Josh Allen was almost perfect until he threw that. Literally, they jinxed him through the interception. It wasn't really his fault, though, because, you know, uh, you know, the what's it called? The receiver? Well, no, but the commentators jinxed him. And then the receiver, was it McKenzie was, was the first interception, right? Or was it Davis? It was McKenzie. But anyways, um, you know, bobbled it, so it wasn't really his fault. The second one, I think, was kind of not his fault either. It was, like, not his fault, but, I mean, Dog almost threw for 300 yards, a couple TDs, you know. All against Dominic. Mulligans. But Cam Akers did start against you as well, so it evened out. I told you, Dominic, did I not fucking tell you, do not take Cam Akers at that ADP. Daryl Henderson, much better value. And he's getting yelled at. No, I'm trying to figure out my fucking weekend. And both of you cannot talk at the same time. I mean, we can. I'm pretty sure we're doing it right now. Well, I mean, I'm muting you. And then you're like, oh, no, he's getting yelled at. I'm not getting yelled at. I'm just trying to figure my fucking shit out, dog. All right. Well, I mean. We're not going to go on that much longer. Okay. We're done? No, we're not done. Oh. Anyways, Tommy, do you forget your fucking weekend and I'll just ramble on because uh, this was not a good look for the Rams. Uh, I terrible look. I know I picked them to win, but it was more kind of trying to be a contrarian and like, you know, oh, it's the Super Bowl champs at home getting points. I guess we'll take them. But the Bills are really that goddamn good. And the Rams did not look good whatsoever. I mean, they had that one good drive, touchdown drive, one good throw really for Matthew Stafford. And there's a lot of people putting emphasis on his elbow. I'm a little worried especially as a fantasy owner of Matt Stafford. He's my only quarterback in a quarterback-heavy fantasy league. I'm a little scared, not going to lie. But the the Bills are just so – they're a fucking good team. Yes, the public loves them, but sometimes the public's right. And I do think the hype is real. And the Bills came out – were on a mission to make a statement because of how everything happened last year against the Chiefs. So um, 
I think the Rams will be able to bounce back. I forget who they play next week, but I think they, I don't know. They, they play, I think, in division, but the Rams, I think they'll be fine. Now, are they going to be a world beater like they were last year? Probably not. The offensive line definitely is a, a worry. I mean, Matt Stafford looked like he was playing for the Lions back there, just getting sacked like seven times. So if this continues to happen against other teams, then I think that is something to worry about. But the Bills, number one team overall, it's going to probably happen to a lot of teams throughout the season. So as long as the Rams can get past this and, you know, and Matt Stafford can throw to somebody else besides Cooper Cup, preferably Allen Robinson, then I think they'll be fine. I, they'll still be in the hunt for the division and possibly in the playoffs as long as nothing happens to Stafford's elbow. I don't know what to make of that because people are saying like his arm slot and deliveries wrong and his surgery and whatever is like a pitcher's elbow. So definitely something to monitor, but I'm not hitting the panic button quite yet. Dominic, have you solidified your weekend plans? I mean, we've, we, we've pretty much nailed it on the head here, but you know, studio honest is now on a FaceTime. So, you know, and she refuses to leave the premise. So, well, we can uh, maybe get their input as we roll through week one of the NFL season. So let's get into it. Otherwise known as. It's time for Dominic's perfect picks. Okay, perfect picks. He's going to sweep the board. Going to go 100% full, this season, baby. He's going a full 16 and 0 because we will. I will remember to do the Thursday night games. I kind of forget from time to time, but this time I won't forget. I promise. But you better start, write these motherfuckers down. I swear to God. Uh, probably not going to write them down. Okay. But uh, starting off in the Meadowlands, New York football jets hosting Oof. the Baltimore Ravens. No contract for Lamar. Jackson, so he's but he's playing. gonna get franchise tagged. It's fine. He's gonna try to go to ball out and yada yada yada. Ravens favored by six and a half on the road. Dominic is Lamar gonna play angry and they're gonna just fucking shove it down the Jets' throats, or will Joe Flacco and the Jets put up a fight at home? I mean, it's uh, you know, easy money would be going to the Ravens. You know, Jackson's going to ball out, you know, got Mark Andrews, one of the top tight ends in the league. Running backs is a question. Not looking good for J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. He's fucking me in the butt. But. Metaphorically. Part of me. Not part of me. Part of me. Sliver. Is feeling them jets. Don't know why. I don't hate the Jets. I, I think it's a, a decent pick. Now, it, I would feel much more comfortable if this is up to seven, but six and a half is an important number. Um, I'm on the Ravens this year. I have them winning the whole thing. So I'm going to stick with my team. Fly, Ravens, fly. I know it's not what they're saying, but it is now. Ravens, go into the Meadowlands, curb stomp the Jets, make a statement. Lamar, going to ball the fuck out. Mark Andrews, going to ball the fuck out. Rashad Bateman all the fuck out who gives a shit who's running the ball for them because lamar jackson's gonna do lamar jackson things all right moving on to the baker mayfield bowl in north carolina where's just roberts at uh the cleveland browns travel to carolina to take on those panthers this is a straight up pick them i think at first it was the browns were slight favorites but now it's moved down to a straight pick them dominic 
Is it easy just to think Baker's going to go out and just try to shove it against the Browns? But the Browns are a, still a good. They're a good team with a shitty quarterback. Panthers mediocre team with a decent quarterback at home. They got CMC Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, CMC got a something's barking. I think his ankle or yeah. Once again, CMC back on the injury list. Has he even started season yet? Year, shit. I don't know. I'm just easy. Panthers. I want the Panthers to win. I want Baker Mayfield to get his due justice on them bitch ass Browns. I'll agree with you. Which, Panthers. by the way, who did I pick for uh, the first game? You did the Jets. I said I had a feeling for the Jets. Pick the Jets. All right, then, Dominic, who are you picking? Going with the Ravens. Okay. So I guess we're just going to be even so far because I am taking the Panthers as well. Then. You didn't take CMC, but you did take Jonathan Taylor because for whatever reason, he fell to you at three. The Indianapolis Colts going down to Houston. Division dog, seven points for the Texans. Dominic, seven's an important number at home against division rival. Could Houston shock some people here? Keep it close? Maybe win? I mean, part of me is like, I don't give a shit because I just want Jonathan Taylor to run for like fucking 200 yards and, you know, fucking just dominate. But... Probably give it to. No, I'm gonna give it to the Colts. Fuck it. All right, this is where we differ. I think the Texans keep it close. They're a scrappy team. I like Davis Mills, Damian Pierce. He, he's he's a he's a good guy. I have them both teams. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be hard because the Colts are still a really good defense, and I think this can be like a slugfest with Jonathan Taylor getting his, and the Colts just kind of sticking around. So I think the Colts can keep it at least push and keep it a touchdown game. So I'll give I'll give me the uh, Texans at home. Then another, uh, well, not division matchup, but a matchup of not so great teams as we get the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Washington Commanders in the commies, a debut at home. The Commanders are two and a half point favorites hosting the Haguires. New head coach, Doug Peterson, going up against Carson Wentz. A little interesting storyline there. Everyone talked about Baker Mayfield, the Browns, but now we got Doug Peterson going up against his boy, Carson Wentz. Dominic, kind of surprising. I, I know the commanders aren't the best team in the world, but it's a little shocking that it's this close of a, a number with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Collusion. Doug Peterson's going to tank the game just to give the commanders the win. Going with the commanders. I agree. I'm a little scared of this number. I feel like the commanders should be a little bit heavier favorites, but... I do like, it's almost like the same with Baker Mayfield. Like, yes, Carson Wentz isn't a great quarterback, but he's much better than what the commanders have had recently. So I like the commanders here. I think the Jaguars are also going to be a scrappy team, but commanders, give me them laying the two and a half. Moving on, a division, AFC division, AFC East division matchup with the New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins in Miami, the Patriots have historically not played well in Miami, but this is week one, so a little bit easier travel, you know, get there a little early, not all hot and bothered, but it will be hot and bothered because it's supposed to be like 90 degrees and raining, so it's going to be a fucking humid, hot, that sounds rainy Miami game. We should go to Miami, dog. Sure, why not? Let's the do Dolphins lane. You're paying? No, oh. you. You. Once I get once I become a hot, sexy librarian, then maybe. Yes. But God, I want to smoke. I want a cigarette. Oh, okay, I've never heard you utter those words before. Uh, the Dolphins laying three and a half at home against the Patriots. I mean, I know the Patriots aren't exactly the light in the world on fire anymore, but is is this 
Is this just easy money taking the Patriots, Dominic? Or do you think Dolphins make a statement here, as they normally do, against the Patriots at home? You know what the starting quarterback is for the Dolphins? Is it Tua? It would be Tua Tonga Viola. Tua Tonga Viola, whatever Rick Ross calls him. I just call him Tua because I don't don't want to try to pronounce that last name. Uh, Tua, Tyreek Hill, Gasecki. I think I'll go with the Dolphins. I'm just thinking of that trio right there. Gasecki, Tua, and Tyreek Hill. It's like, I think that threesome right there will be enough to put the Patriots away. Mac Jones coming in the second year, you know, doesn't have, you know, a lot of lethal weapons like a lot of the other teams have. So I think I'll go with the Dolphins. Muggy, rainy game, could be sloppy. Who knows what that offense is going to look like. So get, give me the Patriots in the three and a half. Uh, I think the run game will still be steady. Matt Jones, as long as he doesn't fuck up, which he doesn't really fuck up. He isn't going to flash. He's not going to be very flashy, but he's not going to make those big mistakes. So give me the Patriots and the points there. Uh, then another division matchups, a lot of division matchups here in week one, the New Orleans saints take on the Atlanta Falcons in the George. Well, not the George dome anymore, but it is a dome in Georgia. And the saints are five and a half point favorites on the road against the division rival. Dominic. Who you got, Brandon? What? Do, who do you got? Let's let's hear your take first. Now I know it'd be easy for me to just be the homer and take the Saints, Falcons at home. I think Marcus Mariota getting a little bit too much hate. Drake London got a little knee injury barking. Kyle Pitts, he's a good boy. He's a good guy. Great player. But you don't fucking take the Saints. They're absolutely fucking killing them. Jameis Winston out there. He's got two bad. He's got two good knees. He got two good eyes. He got the LASIK. He's going to fucking carve up the Atlanta Falcons. Five and a half. Easy money. Laid the ten and a half against the Saints, baby. Well, I will go with the Saints as well. I think Jameis, as much as I'm not a big fan of his, I think he does have the bitter... Uh, team behind him is Kamara playing yet, or is he still? He's playing. Michael Thomas. Don't know. That is a question mark of what that receiving core is going to look like. But they that got Alave. The... Alave was very talented in college. Michael Thomas. I think as long as Michael Thomas can just be on the field, I who knows what he's going to look like. But if he can just be on the field, I think that does help the team. It's because you don't know what he can do, and he can do a lot of things. So, I mean, I'll go with the Saints still, and you got uh, the backup quarterback, Tyson Hill, right? And, you know, he's... Or Taysom. Taysom, whatever. Tyson Hill, Tyson Fury, whatever. Um, I think uh, I think the Saints will take over. I think the Falcons have put up a good fight. It might be close, but I think the Saints will run away with it eventually. All right, we move on to Detroit as the Lions host the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, at first, this game was down to three and a half for the Eagles, but now it's bumped up to five. Looks like the hard knocks favor has kind of worn off now, and the Eagles laying five points against the Lions at are on the road. Dominic, the, a lot of people like the Lions. Everyone's hyped up about hard knocks. Can the Lions get her done against my NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles? I, th- I think the Lions will get it done because – I don't have faith in in uh, Jalen Hurts. I I've never been a fan of his. I think he's still too young. Um, I think Jared Goff and St. Brown and whoever's left in that Detroit 
offense will get the job done. No, it doesn't seem like a lot, but three and a half, I was like, okay, Eagles got this, but now it's creeping up to five. Instinct should say, oh, maybe go with the Eagles because that's the way everything's heading. But the Lions, I like them. I think Jared Goff is a little bit underrated. The offense is going to be healthy. They're going to have all their weapons at home, sold out game. I think this is like the first Detroit sellout in forever. So they're going to be hyped. Give them the Lions plus the five. Still think the Eagles are probably going to win, but Lions can keep it close. And who knows? Maybe they squeak out a victory against the Fly Eagles Fly. Then, Mr. X, here you go. Another divisional matchup week one as the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to not Paul Brown Stadium anymore. I don't even know what the fucking sponsor is, but you know, you got to gotta pay Joe Burrow eventually. So you got to get that sponsorship money. The Cincinnati Bengals are laying six and a half against the Steelers. Dominic, the old important six and a half, seven points. Do you think the Bengals can beat the Steelers by that much? Or divisional matchup, once again, can the Steelers keep it close? Steelers upset the Bengals, or not the Bengals, the Bills, week one last year. So what could happen? Bengals, who day, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Need I say more? I mean, you could say more. I could, but, you know, I need the Bengals to fucking just... I need Joe Burrow throw 315 yards, three touchdowns, run for a touchdown. Just saying. Definitely nothing to do with your fantasy team. Anyways, might be the homer pick. Give me the Bengals. Six and a half at home. I know the Rams might have had a Super Bowl hangover. I think the Bengals are a better team. This year compared to last year, will they make the run? No, uh, no Eli Apple. Fuck that guy. All right, didn't know we hate Eli Apple so much, but uh, since they Bengals Super Bowl six and a half, bam, sign it up now. San Francisco 49ers traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Bears getting six and a half at home. Trey Lance's season debut. He's had a couple games last year, but this is Trey Lance's team now. George Kittle looking like he's going to be out, so. Once again, shocker, George Kittle injured. Dominic, can Trey Lance cover the six and a half? No. In Chicago. Just, in a- just no. Trey Lance is dog shit. George Kittle being, being out hurts him even fucking more. Jimmy G is going to have to save this team this year. I guarantee it. Second, third week when Trey Lance is putting up dog shit numbers, they're not getting anything done. Jimmy G is going to come in and be the savior of San Francisco. All right, so, so I guess we're, bears. we're both on the Bears. Give me the Bears in the six and a half. I agree. I, I don't love, I obviously do not like the Bears. I think they're a dog shit team, but I think the 49ers are going to start off a little bit slow with the quote unquote rookie quarterback. So give me the Bears in the points. Oh, over under set of 40 and a half. This game is going to be ugly. And thank God I'm not going to be watching it. But uh, the game that I wish I was watching, but unfortunately, those Padres. Uh, Green Bay Packers take on the Minnesota Vikings. Another, say with me, division matchup as the Vikings host the Packers. Underdogs, the Vikings are one and a half points. Dominic, you know how much I love the Vikings. I'm sticking to it. Give me the Vikings. Fuck the points. Money line. Vikings beating that ass, winning against the Packers. Statement game. Are you riding with me? I'm going to 100% ride on you because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers, old man, I love you, Doug, a Hall of Famer, but you're old. You're done. You have no receiving core. 
you have an old except for just, Romeo Dobbs popping off, but that's it. Everyone else, I'm okay with that. Washed up. On the other hand, you got. Look, you really think Kirk Cousins is that much better? I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is better than Aaron Rodgers, but I love the talent everybody's got. You bring in an offensive it's not minded prime time either. So you bring in an offense minded head coach. I believe last time these guys played in uh, Minnesota was that just epic, crazy shootout that the Vikings ended up winning. Now week one's different than week 11 or whatever this game took place. But I, I keep saying how much I love the Vikings this year. I'm going to ride with them. Statement game. Adam Thielen. Justin yards, Jefferson. Two catches, two TDs, 100 yards. Fucking We're hammering the over. Hammering the over. Take, give me the money line. Fucking with fight. Dom- Vikings Dominic's, fight. Dominic's finally talking gambling after all these years. We finally got him. Hook, line, and sneaker. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Then we get. Sorry, uh, there's a plane going by. I didn't hear a word you said. Well, I heard I hear that plane, but I'm inside, so I can hear you. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, six-point underdogs at home. This is highest total, I think, on the books right now, 53 and a half. They say a shootout, but the Chiefs will likely run away with this. What they are telling us is going to happen. Do you agree with this? The Cardinals, famously an early season team. At home, do they shock the, the Chiefs here, Dominic? As he can't find the mute button, or there's another Sorry. plane flying so, over. No, no, no. I, I, I was gonna mute, and then I went on Instagram, and there's a video playing. I'm like, oh. um, I mean, is the Chiefs the easy pick here? I mean, six is a lot. Six, six. is a lot. And, and I know that. I mean, that there's a lot of people saying the Chiefs are gonna have a down year. But this is a tough game just because it's such a big number. Um, I think this is one of the things where you I think this is one of the games where you try to talk yourself out of the Chiefs just because it's like, oh, we don't want the Chiefs to win again. But then it's also Patty Mahomes. Give me me the Chiefs. I don't like it, which means it's probably going to hit. So give me the Chiefs minus six on the road statement game for them because everyone's saying they're washed because they don't got Tyree kill anymore. And I can't, I don't, it's hard for me to argue that. It's really hard to argue that. I mean, it's Petty Mahomes. He's, he's, if he's as good, this is going to be the season that makes Petty, Petty Mahomes, if he's going to be a good quarterback or a great quarterback. You lose your star receiver, you're kind of getting dumped on. I'm going to give me the Chiefs. And this is going to be a statement game for him. And it's going to be a statement year for him as well. All right, we're going to stay in the AFC West. SA with me another divisional matchup with the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to SoFi Stadium to take on the Chargers. This one's set at 52, so a little lower than the previous one we talked about. Uh, last time these guys played, Week 18, Sunday football, could have tied, didn't. Raiders won, Raiders made the playoffs, and got fucked by the refs against the Cincinnati Bengals. Sorry, Mr. X, not sorry. But Raiders, underdogs, three and a half. A lot of people like the Chargers. But a lot of people love the Raiders. Let's but, go for fucking Raiders, baby. Yep. Homer pick. Give me the Raiders. Give me the three and a half. I think they can keep it close and maybe even win. I would not be shocked if they win this game. Not be shocked if it's a blowout either way as well. So just give us the I, Raiders. I want to see Derek Carr connect with Devontae Adams a shit ton. But the, the good thing about getting Devontae, I don't think we've talked about it when the first this first signing happened and everything, but it opens up Devontae and Hunter Renfro. 
and Waller now, the baller. And Darren Waller, exactly. You, you all three of those receivers now have to have eyes on them at all times. So that doesn't so that it's gonna open up so many new avenues and everything. So I think the Raiders offense this year should be a high producing offense as long as the O line gives Derek Carr enough time. I'm not saying they need to give him a fucking week and for him to make his choice. I'm just saying you gotta give him an extra second to really to really buckle down and find that 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 viable option. Because what usually happens is the second that pocket collapses, he's down. Because he's like, A, I'm not getting hurt again. And two, I'm not losing the ball. So if they can give him an extra second, I mean, our defense, I think, is going to be normal or probably about the same as last year. I mean, fucking Mad Max and, I, you know, all the other offseason. I think we got Chandler Jones and, you know. Which I sent to the group chat to you and Tyler. were like, oh, who gives a shit? And now everyone's like, oh, my God, Chandler Jones, Max Scribes be such a great duo. Exactly. Yeah, just like preserving and, and Khalil Mack, but, um, but younger and better. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I give me the Raiders. I think this, if it, this is going to be a good game and I really hope to watch this game on Sunday, but you're going to be at boomers. So, but I will be at boomers now. Yes. Not a divisional matchup as the New York football giants take on the Tennessee Titans five and a half points in favor of the Titans. Um, Maybe could have thought this one would be a little bit bigger number for the Titans, former number one seed in the AFC, but give me the Titans five and a half. I know it's a little bit of a lot. I, I do like the Giants a little bit. Like, you know, I everyone's going to dunk on them and say they're going to be trash, but Saquon Barkley's healthy. I think he's going to have a, a decent year as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, defense is going to be a question mark, or I think the offense is going to be a question mark. Defense is going to be average, but... Uh, give me give me the Titans in the five and a half. Don't love it, but I think it's a more sure bet than the Giants actually showing up on the road. I mean, is there really any any question about who we're going to pick here? All right, so uh, you're taking the Giants, duly noted. Well, fuck you. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to read you, Dominic. We don't have our face cams on, so I can't see your your body language. And oh, you want to see you want to see the tits? Oh. I would turn my my camera on, but the studio on. She's going to call me bald again. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh. Uh, Sunday night football as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World as Fuck Jerry. Jerry's Cowboys getting two and a half points. Um, a lot of talk about Tom Brady's personal life. Um, do you think well, who cares about his personal life really? But uh Cowboys, I think a trendy pick to upset the the Brady's week one. Do you do you like that or does Tampa Bay kind of keep on chugging along. I think Tampa Bay keeps tugging, tugging their dicks. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a great thing. Okay. So Dom's going with the Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Give them the two and a half. I think that I think they can win this game. That offensive line of the Bucks is shot right now. You can't obviously Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback. So if the Bucks or if the Cowboys can get to Tom Brady with that pass rush. It's going to be a problem. They got some question marks with the receiving core. Chris Godwin is going to be on a pitch count. Maybe who knows what Julio Jones is going to look like. No Gronk. So give me the Cowboys at home to possibly outright win this game. But I sure will take the two and a half uh, Sunday night or Monday night football. No two gamers this year. Only one. Uh, but it is the Russell Westbrook revenge game as the Denver Broncos take on the Seattle Seahawks or the Seattle Seagulls. Sorry, got to get all the gimmicks in in Seattle as Russ is favored by six and a half. Big number. Can Russ cook enough to keep that number? 
I mean, it's Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russell Westbrook, what? Mm-hmm. You said Russell Westbrook. It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. I'm pretty sure I said Russell Wilson, but then I made pretty sure you said Russell Westbrook, and then I said Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Russell Wilson revenge game. There we go. I think I want to go with the Broncos just because I feel like him, Court Sutton, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon, the 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 backup to Gordon or the rookie to Gordon, whatever his name is, Williams, I think. Second year. Whatever. Um, is a lot better than Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. And then, so I think I'll go with the Broncos. Yeah, give me the Broncos as well. I think this will be a showcase game for Russell. Don't call me Westbrook Wilson. Um, I, I think the Seahawks are just a terrible football team. And yes, Geno Smith might be a and slightly below average NFL quarterback, but I, this team is terrible. Just terrible, especially the defense. Uh, so give us both the Broncos. Uh, give me the under as well. I think the Broncos will will light it up, but the Seahawks can't keep up. So give us the under. Give me the under at 44. Uh, then I remembered Thursday Night Football. We got another divisional matchup as the AFC West takes the say, Kansas- say it with you. Divisional matchup. Everybody say it with me. Divisional matchup as, divisional the, matchup. AFC, as the AFC West uh, rivals. Los Angeles Chargers take on the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Chiefs early. Give me the fucking Chargers. Give them to me. Okay. Early number is the Chiefs minus three. So Dominic is going to get the points. Give me the fucking Chargers. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Sorry, I mean, I, I just kind of gassed up the Chiefs and not, uh, against the Cardinals. So give me the Chiefs again at home against the Chargers. So there you go. Chargers is because I think Herbert, Michael, especially if both Keenan of us are Allen, correct. Especially if both of us are correct. And maybe the Raiders beat that ass and revenge game. Yeah, exactly. Look, really promo. Carolina and New York Giants next week. We cannot wait for that matchup. And the Colts and Jaguars revenge game for them as well. All right, so that is it for Dominic's picks. Make sure everyone's writing those down. Write them down, people. So you can't remember who was right and who was wrong, and everybody put in a 16-way parlay of all of our picks because obviously Dominic's going undefeated. He said I mean, he ain't losing a game this year. I kind of want to put a dollar down and see if I can win a million dollars. I don't think it's that far of an odds, but you know, you never know. All right. So uh, that's it for Dominic's picks. Let's move on over to the fan mail segment. Otherwise known as it's time for Mr. X's friends. questions. Bum, bum. So Dominic, uh, unfortunately, maybe, or maybe fortunately for you, no big daddy Guma sending in questions. Yeah. Better not fucking this week. questions. So uh, we only got okay. J Rose. We only got J Rose questions for the Instagram. I know we're doing these Friday. We normally do them Saturday, so maybe the questions yeah. are all mixed up. Um, but question okay. one for sure, for sure, for sure. Johnny Roca, what sure. are the must-have NFL jerseys right now? So may- maybe just in terms of who do you think Oof. has the best jerseys? I will Oof. say you know outside the Raiders, of course, silver and black, fantastic. So basically, but- who whose jersey do I want? That is. Well, that there's another question after that. But okay, okay. Let, let's just say, you know, who's your favorite? What are your favorite jerseys right now? Outside of the Raiders. Uh, damn, I like the question. Chargers baby blues, the powder blues. I, I, I'll i be honest. And I might get shit for this. And if I do, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anyone. But I've always low key. Kind of low key liked the Colts for some reason like they don't know what it is about their jersey but white or blue 
blue, of course. Okay, okay. I don't know what it, what is that a navy blue? I mean, it's like a straight blue. Navy blue is darker. Navy blue would be more like the Texans. Oh, okay. So then, yeah. So I I, I kind of like the Colts blue. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other team out there that I'm like that I'm like kind of. Like, ooh, that player on – I mean, fuck, I'll take like a like a Dalvin Cook jersey, the Purple Vikings, or – or uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do a Vikings purple or the blue Colts jersey. I typed in NFL uniforms, and of course they give me like a fucking – there's Indomitian Sioux in a Detroit Lions jersey. We got Brian Urlacher in here. Can I get a fucking updated one, please? Jesus. I mean, but, why do you, why can't you just picture these in your head? Why do you have to look it up, you little well, bitch? Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to get some – okay. <clears throat> Johnny asked these questions. He wants our hot take right up for mine, not looking at our phone. We just saw them. We, we, we just saw them yesterday. And one of these jerseys, because I think they wore the white jerseys yesterday. Uh, Game of the Bills. Game of the Bills, like blue unis. I like – we, we're getting a theme here. I do like the light blue jerseys. Like – I like the the powder blue uh, Charger jerseys. I like the blue jerseys. I actually like the red jerseys as well for the Bills. Um, trying to think like off the cuff, like not red or blue type jerseys. Uh, obviously, shout out Mr. X. Give us the uh, give us the Bengals who dead. Actually, give us like oh, the white ooh, ones. I would like the. Uh, don't they have the new uh, the new jerseys coming out? They too? like the white ones, like the white like the white Bengal one. Well, I don't know if it's yeah. a jersey. Definitely, they're doing the helmet, but. I like the white ones, like the white Bengal jerseys. That's a little that's tad another of black jersey and that orange. I would be fucking... Fuck the Giants, but shout out the Bengals. That's another jersey that I would be fucking high off of right there. All right, if you could have two NFL jerseys free of charge, which two teams slash players would you get? So in honor of Mr. X, uh, actually, not a Joe Burrow, because, you know, everyone has a Joe Burrow jersey. I had a, I had him last year on my fantasy team. Give me a T. Higgins jersey. I like, you know, T. Higgins. I think he gets underrated because of Jamar Chase, but give me a T. Higgins White Bengals jersey, Dominic. T Higgins. Yeah, shout out T Higgins. I mean, I, you know, I don't like to go with the the obvious picks. I, you know me, I like to get some obscure jerseys. That's why I got a fucking Jerry Blevins jersey hanging in my room. Did you not exactly not exactly by by choice, but it's because I wanted a raffle, and I, I uh, used to wear my lucky jersey back in 2012. Those two free NFL jerseys. Who would I want? Well, just say one, and I can say another one. You can think of the second one. So say one, you get the second one. Okay, I would want a. Honestly, thinking out loud, I, I don't know why. It's just the first thing that came to my head, Adam Thielen. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I was almost, I was gonna go Justin Jefferson. So you kind of took, took my thing there. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I know it's okay. It's okay. Um, let's see, I'm trying to. Once again, try to go through like the players list of who I would want, but um, obviously Jameis Winston jersey. Ugh. But you know we'll we'll, we'll not go there. Don't we go won't. your fucking fake route. I know we're we're gonna go off the cuff. We're not gonna go with a you know a homer pick, even though we did just pick the Bengals. Shout out Mister X. Um, that's not really a homer pick. That's more. Well, of you a... know the the Bengals are like our third team. Well, it was our second team. Well, the Saints. So I automatically get the Saints? What the yeah. fuck's that? That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, you're a Saints fan by proxy, right? I no? think it should go Raiders for both of us. Obviously it goes Raiders. And that well for me it, it goes as a, okay, I think as a podcast, the Bengals are our second team. 
And the Saints okay. are our Saints are a drop off because they're my team, but they're not your team. I'll agree. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. trying to go through. I'm going through the players list, and just none of these guys are really like jumping out to me. Uh, I guess just because once again, fantasy wise, I have a connection to him, even though I can't wear this as a Raider fan. But give me a Travis Kelsey jersey. He's my boy. I love Travis Kelsey. I will fucking murder you. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Okay. Okay. Once Travis Kelsey's old and they can't afford him anymore, once he gets traded outside of Kansas City, then give me that Travis Kelsey jersey. How about that? No, I'll think about it. Okay. I need more beer. I'm trying to think of like an old, like. Oh, he didn't. Well, he said, I don't think he said current. So I guess it could just be any player. So we could go old school if we want. Give that me a Joe up. Montana, Montana, Chiefs jersey. Oh, Chiefs? No. Well, you uh, said Joe Montana. So let's see. If I'm going to go retro, who's like an old retro player I used to really like? No. Give me a Marshawn Lynch. Shout out West Side Gun. He wore this jersey at AEW on Wednesday. Give me a Marshawn Lynch Buffalo Bills jersey. There you go. Well, then give me a Brandon Tanguma Royal High School jersey. Ooh, number 25. Ooh. But no name on the back. No name. No name because no shoutouts are free. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Monday, September 12th is National. Wouldn't that be number three? Well, Shut the fuck up. Question number two. Monday, September. Don't question Johnny Roca. Monday, September 12th is National Video Game Day. What is the greatest video game or games of all time, oh, current shit. and childhood? Well, shout out uh, today on Amazon. I made a very impulsive pick uh, uh, pickup on Amazon. I bought a Nintendo 64 HDMI converter. So your boy Ooh, might be playing some Daddy. N60. Your boy might be playing some N64 this weekend. Daddy, can I come over? Maybe. I just got to make sure it works first because I bought an N64 like a couple years ago and I was having difficulty setting it up. And I guess my dumb ass didn't realize that they don't really work with the newer TVs. Cause I could like hear it, but I couldn't see it. So hopefully this HDMI converter pans out and I'll be playing Just some, uh, know and play some video games. Yeah, I need some no mercy Dominic, you know where I can get a no mercy. That's the one game. Cause I got the good WCW game. Don't really have a good WWF. Game. No, my, my go-tos were Zelda Ocarina of time. This is the third spider that's been on my fucking table out here. God damn it. Fuck nature. Um, Ooh. uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Wars, the the racing game. Um, I did have the NWO game. I can't remember which one, which one it was. WCW but... NWO Revenge or World That's... Tour? I don't know. Rey Mysterio had no mask on. I can't remember. But um, uh, then that's not Revenge. It's not World Tour. But uh, backstage is um, all. What else did I play on that game? I played uh, 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 Super Mario, or not Super Mario. Um, the the one where. I don't know Mario 3D. I don't know what it was called. I don't know. I love myself some some Nintendo 64. So, shout out. I mean, the only real way that you should have had growing up is you go from N64 to PS2 to Xbox yes. 360, PS4, PS5. Well, uh, yes, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, you don't have it. Well, Studio Ice is a PS5. You do not. Yeah, exactly. But I've played it. So, yeah. I'm Dominic. I'm looking up. Well, it's not on the cover. There's no Rey Mysterio on the cover of any of these games. Yeah, I know. I played Adam. Well, which well, who was on the cover? Was Raven know. on I the cover? Was Ray Mysterio or was Raven just mysteriously on the cover? I don't know. Come on, Dominic. How do you not know these I was things? Like fucking two years old. I don't know. 
anyways, you bo- I like the the platformers, so I like Banjo Kazooie. Still oh. have not still have not finished the game. I downloaded it on Xbox 360, and I think this was 19, maybe even into the 20 2020. I played it. I was like binging. I got it farther than I ever had before. And then I just stopped playing. So I need to get back on that. Xbox 360 still works at the house. Like Jack and Daxter. It's a great game. Uh, I know we're just kind of going with personal favorites. Uh, I, I love sports games. But I think like the, like the PS2 era, like Madden and, and NCAA games, like I loved when I was able to play an N64, be a fucking Heisman winning running back at Boise State. And I could transfer that, that player into the next year's Madden great uh some i i downloaded a ps4 five game a couple months ago i forget what the game was called but i like that game i know that doesn't help anybody but mario kart mario kart 64 i'm like i will fucking dog you in that you won't but okay i will dog you you will not dog yes i will trust me okay bro i was a fucking og i mean many many of nights playing that game as a wee this lad, fuck another spider. God damn it! I'm, you know, I might have a flea problem, but you got a spider problem. That's not good. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, I'll give you like four picks for me. One, the Spyro trilogies. You can't go wrong with Spyro. So you give one pick, but that's three games. Suck my dick. You gotta pick one. Pick one. What's the best Spyro game? Ripto's Rage. Okay, don't. That's ancient. That's the second one. That's the second okay. one. Ripto's okay. Rage, baby. Thank you. Um, we go to a favorite of mine that gave me years of joy which was call of duty modern warfare 2 because that was my introduction basically into competitive online gaming that was my i mean talk about boosting lobbies to get better guns and then get yourself nukes and shit that was fucking fun um you gotta shout out Black and Ops where, 2. Where was where was that Dominic during the during the gauntlet? Duh, that that you don't want Mono for two Dominic. That guy was going fucking ten and ninety and just fucking rage quitting every fucking other day. You want Black Ops two Dominic who had a positive KDR who was going fucking like thirty and ten and fucking just molly whopping motherfuckers. And number four, uh. I'm going to go with The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time because I played it for N64 and I downloaded it for uh, my Nintendo Switch and I beat them every fucking time. I love that game. That is one of the best games developed of all time. All right. Uh, So I'm going to go Banjo-Kazooie, SmackDown versus Raw. I I forget which one. Like There was one that I played all the time. Maybe it was 2007. Or I, I don't know, maybe 2010. I don't know. One of the games, one of the SmackDown versus Raw games, I fucking play just so much, and I love that game. So, one of the SmackDown versus Raw games, and we'll go current. I'm gonna go with Fall Guys. It's making resurgence. I wish we can play it again because Fall Guys is fucking fun. Let's play tonight. Let's play tonight. Maybe, maybe, maybe after uh, this thing goes live. So, uh, that is it. I know you told us pre-show that Mr. X has not sent in the, the questions because we are doing this at our, you know, our normally scheduled time, but we've but, been doing Saturdays, but, 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 big but. This is why Mr. X isn't only our graphic designer. He isn't only a avid listener. He isn't only a good person, but he is an exclusive member of this podcast. 
he sent in his questions, Brandon. And when did he send these questions, Dominic? 7-17. Oof. That, that was a long... So basically, once you... I mean, you might be right that he might have curveballs and chair shots notifications enabled because... I'm telling you, he does. I mean... Once he sent out the thing, he, he was on it. He... I think he's... He, I think out of, out of... How long have we been doing this for? Like three years now? Well, well, we're on 253, so that would be four years. Right? Yeah. Well, out of the four years, I think he might have missed a day, maybe two tops. And that's because he has work that he has to focus on, which we the, the barrel, the barrel hiatus, which we understand. We understand. We respect. We love this man. Love He's, the barrels. He, great barrels. He developed our signature logo, our emblem, whatever you want to call it, which we don't have to change every other month. Exactly. Because it's a fantastic logo. It's I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This isn't me. Bone smoke. I haven't really seen any other logo out there for an amateur podcast as good as this just saying just saying just saying just saying but uh but mr x did send in his questions and i appreciate that he did call he answered the call i tweeted right when we started that we were recording sending those questions and he did not disappoint he starts it off with a loud and clear howdy Howdy. Which, by the way, I don't know how many more opening lines he has left because I think he's he's done salutations, howdy, hello, how are you, who day. He's done them all. So I don't know how many more uh, opening one-liners he got left, but he starts with howdy. He got him. He got the he got the fourth. <laughs> okay. So did this game say more about the Bills or the Rams? We kind of covered that already. But Bills. Bills. A little scared of the Rams, but I'm not going to put – I'm putting more stock in the Bills being good than the Rams being bad. I mean, I, I think it's first game dust. The Rams got the dust literally knocked off of them. Come get, come week two, they might be a little bit different, but. No Whitworth. With Whitworth or is it Whitlock? Whit, I think it's Whitworth. No Whitworth, eh, no Von Miller, no OBJ. I think that definitely showed in this game. Exactly. I'm just wondering, do you think the pitch clock will be implemented next year? Will frazzle some pitchers to a certain extent now that they need to get ready quicker? Um, I honestly think you're going to have a little bit more um, box going on because you may forget that, you know, a younger pitcher or an older pitcher might forget that, 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 you know, you got fucking a certain time limit now to get, you know, ready and get, get the ball thrown or whatever. So you might, I think you might come into maybe a few extra box in the season, but I think uh, when they first tried out the rule, it wasn't really too many of issues. So, I mean, I think it might just be fine. Yeah, as you said, I mean, in the minors, there might have been a few hiccups, but once they got it down, they got it down. Now we have a lot of older set in their way pitchers. Maybe that's going to cause some issues, but implementing this, having it in spring training, work out the kinks there. Maybe April, you give them a little bit of leeway, but I, I think it will end up working out. I saw a tweet today that the average time length for Major League Baseball is 304. And everything in the minors is like sub 250. So maybe like sub 245. So it, whether it's a gimmick or not, it seems like it does work. And, and, you know, some fans, I'm not going to name any names here, but, you know, some don't like sitting down for fucking three and a half hours. Fucking. Or some fans haven't even gone to a game this year. Balling on a budget. Shut the fuck up. Uh, what do you think of the UFC 279 card being shuffled up after Nate Diaz's original opponent weighed in seven and a half pounds over the weight limit? Did he put in? Did he put in his name, Dominic? 
No, he did not. Thank you, okay. Mr. X, okay. for <laughs> looking it's, up for it's, your boy It's here. a doozy. It's a doozy. Uh, and do you think Nate being matched up with Tony Ferguson for the main event now will be a better fight? Um, Brandon, this question is more relayed to you. I mean, I'm going to pick Nate Diaz because I'm a Nate Diaz fan. But 209, stand up. I don't know anything about Tony Ferguson, so you know, you know, you spit some spit some facts, dog. I think I don't know if I'd say like a better fight, but it's I would say it's a more evenly matched fight because Shamayev was definitely on the come up and he was rising. And Nate Diaz, as as much as we love him, he he is kind of you know on the decline, obviously in the older age. Tony Ferguson in that same camp, so two guys older on their way out. I think it will be a fun fight as long as both of their chins can hold up and they can and their gas is still there. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, but it, it does kind of, I mean, this card was already kind of weird and a little weakened to begin with. So, you know, having Shamaya of seven and a half pounds overweight was not good. And this card, I mean, it was frantic early in the morning when he came so overweight and they're trying to figure everything together. But that's why you kind of stack everybody in the same weight class. So if something happens, you can shuffle them around. But uh, we'll be watching this tomorrow. I also have a, a bet same time. Over, if you guys want to ride, over 53 and a half, BYU, Baylor, BYU's receivers might be hurt, but we're still riding Big Cats game of the year for the queen. Ride with us. BYU, Baylor, over. Let's ride. All righty, all righty, all right. Moving on. Will CM Punk return to AEW when his arm is healed, or will he finally leave pro wrestling forever? Now, spoiler alert, if you haven't been on your phone or around any type of sports fan not even a wrestling fan dominic we have not talked to each other at all about this situation so i am very interested to see what you think about this i mean do you want to talk about it right now do you want to wait till aw i mean if he doesn't have any any other questions about the situation i guess we does he does okay next one okay so if we got well for the non-sport or non-wrestling fans out there basically cm punk was on a on a video or on a media scrum, buried a bunch of people, including people who worked there, the EVPs, and there was a backstage fight. And so there's suspensions. Everybody had a title involved, so their titles got stripped and yada yada. It's been a whole fucking big ordeal from Sunday to Wednesday. So we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty going soon. That's kind of the overarching story. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. How long do you think everyone suspended in the backstage of the kitchen will stay suspended for is the next question. So we'll cover that in one second, Mr. X. I mean, you know, I kind of want to get your take on all this too, Mr. X. I mean, I kind of want to know, you know, your thoughts and opinions. So, you know, next week, if you want to kind of just sprinkle in what you think will happen, you know, be much, you know, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. And his last question, which is, I think is a pretty good question, is WWE once again becoming the place to go for young wrestlers? And do you think all the drama on AEW is scaring away young talent from joining their company? Um, I, I think that's actually a pretty true statement right there. I think, you know, for the longest time, people would see Vince and how he would fuck it all up. And then, you know, AEW pops up and you're like, oh, wow, this is this is great company, you know, for wrestlers, for the fans. And now all this stuff is coming out and it's kind of like, and then you see triple H take over and it's like, wow, great shows, great storylines, great. Everything. It's kind of like, I think it's reinvigorating the business. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what AEW did for wrestling a couple years ago. It kind of relit the spark, kind of reignited everything. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. Well, Triple H 
taking over, that definitely was a positive thing for WWE in terms of morale, kind of overall morale and kind of people, I think, wanting to go to WWE. Now, definitely there would be some people that would just go there regardless, but I think that opens the door up to people who thrived, especially the people who left WWE and got released but were good under Triple H. I think those people probably would have wanted a, a second chance and possibly would have come back if they were free agents and had the choice between AEW or WWE. So, um, yeah, just the Triple H thing was a positive, and now you throw all this turmoil and not even just the punk elite stuff. You know, there's the Britt Baker thing. There's, uh, you know, Sam Guevara and Eddie Kings, which I kind of see that more as like a one-off thing. But we're, we're starting to see like the cracks forming and Tony Khan's overall management style isn't, you know, authoritarian, authoritarian iron fist. He's more kind of buddy, buddy. And it, that doesn't seem to work. And I think the, you know, bloated roster doesn't help as well so yeah i mean i definitely think after all these years of AEW being the babyface promotion not saying it's swinging all the way back the other way but it's definitely more neutral well well, we didn't answer his original two questions i mean you just read all three questions and didn't let us answer the first two well i mean we're gonna cover it all right now i think mr x is a huge fan a huge listener to this podcast so he's gonna get his answers questions right now and if you want to be like mr x well, no one could be like him. He's one of a kind. Rob Van Dam, the whole FNS show. Um, you know, you got to send in the questions, curveballandcs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, curveballsandcs. Instagram, curveballsandcs. So if you want to be like him, if you ever want to try to be like him, you got to do something like that first. So now we can jump into AEW. And basically all we're going to talk about is this whole fucking big mess that CM Punk created, right? Yep. Uh, we went, or well, we didn't went. We Anyways, we saw the show, saw All Out, thought it was a really good show. It was bloated, 15 matches. There were some matches I thought should have gone longer, but they didn't go long. So the overall, the show wasn't seven hours like I thought it could have been. But overall, good show. We're not going to even talk about it because who really gives a fuck anymore? It's all about CM Punk and the Elite fighting each other in the, in the, uh, in the locker room. But we kind of covered it overall. Everyone who's listening to this at this point knows what's going on. And if you don't... Um, we kind of gave the TLDR version, but basically go out, type in like CM Punk all out media scrum. It's like a 30 minute video. Watch it. Trust me. You will be highly entertained. Maybe cringe a little bit. And then there's, there's a fight afterwards. You don't see the fight, but you can, uh, your imagination can run wild. We still don't even know almost a week later, but got suspensions both ways. CM Punk torn triceps. So no matter how long he was suspended for, he's gone for eight months. No word on when the elite is coming back or if there's going to be any other further uh, sanctions obviously by this time next week i think we'll know maybe a little bit more uh funds angle has come out that mjf is one of the neutral uh witnesses to the incident so that that's fun um dominic i guess take it wherever you want obviously we'll answer mr x's questions but your kind of overarching thoughts about the situation I mean, when I first heard of it, I thought it was a sh- it was a work because, you know, you start talking shit and you know how AEW is very good at kind of working everybody into a shoot and, you know, all that kind of jazz. But I mean, when it came out that this was all real and this is real heat and real everything, it kind of got me thinking that, you know, 
I know CM Punk is passionate. CM Punk is very open, very, 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 uh, uh, you know, very real. When you, you know, I, I honestly didn't feel like Hangman Page went into business for himself. I feel like that was him taking a, I, I would give it a low blow. I'll give him, it was a low blow, but I wouldn't call that going into business for himself. I wouldn't call, um, young bucks doing what they did i wouldn't really call that was anything shady i think yeah maybe it's it, it wasn't right on their part but i i think all this falls on to punk you're the champion they're investing you're the face of the company you have to lead like i mean we've never john cena was the face for over a decade Never did anything like this. It doesn't matter how much, how many issues he has with you as a person, not a performer, not your character, not your gimmick, not your whatever. As a person, it doesn't matter what's he, what's going on with you. He doesn't, a you know what you did is wrong. I'm gonna beat your ass. He never did that. That's why you'll never see Roman Reigns if he has a real legitimate issue with somebody. He's not gonna do that kind of shit. Um, it's 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 disturbing. It's very sad because the Young Bucks and Kenny just won those titles. Punk just regained that title, and he caused everyone, including himself, to lose now. Um, I know Punk is hurt. I know Kenny and the Young Bucks are suspended just like him. Um, I, I This may be a hot take. I hope it's not. But I really would not share a tear if he was to be terminated from AEW because my thing is once you're that you're you're now he's now labeled a loose cannon hothead whatever you want to call it I would not be sad if he leaves I think he should just retire fucking go do meet and greets the rest of your life and live your life happy I mean I think you were kind we're definitely on the same page because I mean, both parties are definitely in the wrong. Now, whatever the the truth is, you can assign a percentage if you want. But Punk shouldn't have said what he said. He seemed like, well, there are reports that he had like an agenda going in that he was going to say this. And even when the guy was like, yeah, Punk, I'm not really friends with Cole Cabana anymore. Even Punk said, it was like, oh, you blew my spot. Meaning he kind of had this spot, quote unquote, planned out. And it just kind of blew up in his face. Maybe that's why he went like so off the rails because he had it planned out a little bit. And because he didn't have that like one linchpin of Cole Cabana being friends with the media, that kind of fell apart. But yeah, Cole or Punk shouldn't have said what he said. He went kind of so far that it was like what, as you said, what Hangman said wasn't really that big of a deal. And if you have issues with the elite, you know, handle that behind closed doors. The elite shouldn't as EVPs, whether you want to call those just stickers or not, whether those whatever they, whatever they actually do as EVPs, that doesn't matter. Their management, they shouldn't be barging in or however whatever actually happened in like you know antagonizing talent. So we don't know the full story. I assume it'll come out eventually, but I think the bigger thing, which you didn't really touch on, was just Punk saying all this and lighting a fucking atomic bomb to the company with the owner right there. And I think that just showed blatant like disregard for Tony and his authority and everything else. And you can, I mean, we can make fun well, of Tony. Tony is a fucking Mark. Well, I you, could, 
as I was going to say, you can make fun of Tony, his expressions and his kind of awkwardness. But at the end of the day, he's still your boss. He's still the owner. And like we're I made this uh, comparison kind of on the other podcast, but he seemed more like an Eric Bischoff than a Vince McMahon. He's kind of more buddy buddy with the people, with the boys. And we kind of saw how that played out overall. The boys didn't really take Bischoff that seriously. And the extra wrinkle was Bischoff technically was the owner. Ted Turner was the owner. Now, Tony can kind of mitigate that because he has all the power. So, I and I just don't know if his personality is such for him to be like that. So, do you have to change something with himself? Does he hire somebody to be the bad cop? Like, the mismanagement behind the scenes in AEW, I kind of disregarded it a little bit when we talked about it a few weeks ago but now that it's kind of blown up it's like okay we definitely need to like hold you know bring the reins in and lay the hammer down and as much as i love punk you know this you know him and brian are kind of my two favorite guys of all time like in terms of people i've seen obviously stone cold's there as well he has a track record cm punk that is of being a headache backstage and being a guy to do these types of things like you know the wwe thing happened roh he was like okay but you know he had the thing with tna and we're seeing a track record and now you throw on him possibly being injury prone i completely agree with you i i think we've seen the last of cm punk in aew just everything with the incident the injuries just blatant disregard for tony now the elite aren't innocent parties in this I think they should be stripped of their EVP titles and Tony's oh, damn, a, really. Yeah. As a, as a EVP, like you can't be doing that shit and you need, and this is the other thing, like Tony lay the hammer down as I texted you, like fucking step up and show that you're not messing around. Cause I think we're, we're seeing like it's a cliche, but the inmates running the asylum. I mean, I kind of agree to an extent with you. I mean, the Young Bucks should not use their EVP title because they pretty but as much I said, found what it. but what is an EVP? Like what do they do? I mean like, I, yes, like yes, Kenny is the video game guy and kind of the head of the women's division, but like the Young Bucks, what the fuck do the Young Bucks do? They do a lot. What are you talking about? You respect the Young Bucks, but I mean I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, they're not innocent. Like I said, no one's innocent in this, but punk is the biggest except for larry yes not larry respect larry um, but i mean punk is the sole sole instigator sole everything um you know he literally says if you have a problem with me let's fucking go that's not what a top guy does you can't fucking just be out here fucking ready to fight whenever you want um so i mean i agree to an extent with you but um i mean but like going back to his original question does this make people want to Go to WWE. Malachi Black just got released. I mean, it was a, you know, that, they, I mean that that one also seemed maybe a little bit more of him dealing with his mentals, and who knows, maybe he's gone for six months and he comes back. But no, he, he's going back to WWE. But he could, you know but he could go back to WWE. But even when he was released, like yes, that was under Vince. So he, I think he did have some mental things as well. So. There's a little bit of a track record there. So maybe if he gets his mentals right. Yeah, I know his wife's over there. So that probably helps. But and he's a Triple H guy. And I mean, we loved him down there at NXT. So 
I wouldn't be mad either which way he wants to go. And we forget about the F- I didn't mention in terms of like the clicks or the heat. FTR on the Young Bucks, there seems to be like legitimate stuff there. And we know FTR and Punker Boys. I mean, and this is just like Brett, it seems like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in 97 because FTR and CM Punk are like Bret Hart in terms of the personalities and the Young Bucks are like Shawn Michaels with their personalities. I mean, all we can say is AW is in a state of fucking chaos. Mo- I, you know, there was reports that Moxley and Daniel Bryan, and, you know, a couple other key figures. And Chris held. Jericho. Shout out to Chris Jericho yeah. for what he did during the press conference because obviously shit popped off when he came up there and he like bull bomb and collected. He was just like nothing happened. And I gave him respect for that. Well, but yeah, and you know, um, um, you know they had a meeting and they kind of you know rallied the troops and got everyone back together and everything but i mean how many times you you're gonna have to have these type of meetings and stuff to get people hyped up and back on board it's like i feel like a good company just maybe once a year has a little like hey you guys doing a good job woo everybody gets an extra dollar in their paycheck you know like i i i hate working for companies that you have to constantly keep getting your morale boosted because you're so low. And I feel like that's what keeps happening. And, you know, there's reports that people feel that Tony Khan doesn't give a shit. And and I honestly feel like Tony Khan doesn't. I mean, we've talked about it before in the past weeks or two weeks or so that he doesn't really give a fuck about the women's division. I mean, in this day and age, you need to have a fucking kick-ass women's division. Yeah, Jade Cargill is a green, green machine, as we saw on Sunday. But you know, she's she's putting on a good persona. Um, you need to go get yourself someone who can match that and they can put on classics. Britt Baker isn't that anymore. Tony Storm, I, I you 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 were you're all right. Thunder Rosa, you're okay, but you got hurt. You know, there, there's no one on that roster that can really hold a candle to Jade right now. And I'm not saying because she, I'm not saying she can wrestle. I'm saying just her personality. She can cut a promo. She, she has all, she has everything but the wrestling skill. It's, 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 it's developing, but you know, there's, there's nothing there. So, I mean, it, it goes to show you that. What about if you like go full WCW and they have the uh, affiliation with, of Japanese women's promotion. You just kind of make the, not exactly like this, but you kind of have the women's division, almost like the cruiserweight division, where you just have these like Japanese women come out, have fucking fantastic like five, 10 minute matches to get the crowd hyped up. It's something. Maybe not exactly what you want, yeah, but. But then how many of the casual fans like myself are going to be like, oh, I know who that is. That's a so and so. I was waiting for some racist Japanese name. No, I'm being serious for once. Oh, good job, Dominic. Let's be serious for a second. Shout out Landstorm. Thank you. But it's I'm being serious. I mean, how many, you know, I, I want to be able to tune into a show and be, you know, I'm not saying I want my breath taken away every time I see a woman's match. I'm just saying that I would like to have a consistent storyline to a good payoff mm-hmm. and be able to be like, dude, Brandon, did you see that? Tony Storm Don Rosa match. Oh my god, they blew the fucking roof off. Or hey, damn, the women's tag match with fucking Britt Baker and Jimmy Haytire versus you know, Ruby Soho and fucking uh, Nyla Rose. I don't know. Like, I want to be able to 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 talk about it, but I feel like yeah, you have you know they had the 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 four way match with Britt, Jamie, Hikushida, and Tony, 
But I mean, I felt like that was so kind of just splod together. It wasn't even much. It wasn't really that good of a match. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Dominic. And I, I like this intense Dominic. We covered the CM Punk stuff. What exactly was Mr. X's elite question? I know we, we talked about them a little bit. I just want to make sure we actually answer the question. It was just how long we think they're going to be suspended for, which, I mean, I'll give them a few weeks. I mean, let's be honest. If I think in all fairness, you know, Punk is hurt. He's going to be out for a long time. So you kind of add the suspension into that to not, you know, keep him off even longer than he needs to be. But if, you know, you you, you kind of got to, you know, if someone calls you out, you, you're going to be called a bitch if you don't do something. So you, they had to do something. So I think that you you won't see them for a few weeks, but they'll come back, and I'm sure the promo that they give is going to be fucking spectacular. I say 30 days. You know, give them four. What that be? Four shows off. Um, there's the legal ramifications where they're having like a third party investigate. So that's why we ha- didn't really hear any outright uh, acknowledgement of what happened. I guess, but that seems kind of like a well. In terms of like the talent, I think Tony Khan should have said something in his announcement. But uh, speaking of that, let's get into the AEW recap. Uh, Tony Khan was on screen. He announced that he's stripped or he didn't say CM Punk or the, or the Elite. They were nowhere to be seen in the video package and the graphics. Nothing. Just completely Benoit from the company. But uh, Tony Khan says the titles are vacated. Yada, yada, yada. So what did you think of just the announcement and how they handled that? Like, I know D- everyone was waiting for it. Okay. Very Why? disappointed. What, what, did you, what did you want? I wanted, I didn't, I didn't need details about, you know, well, you know, Young Buck shook down the door and they started biting each other's penises. I don't need to know that. What I want to know is you need to say because of CM Punk's actions, he is now stripped of the title because of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's involvement in this incident, they are strict. Like, I want, you need to name drop them. You need to tell them why. You need to explain to the people what is going on. You don't want to just keep trying to pull the rug over their faces and not say anything. You need to tell them why. Yeah, I mean, this is just indicative of what AEW does. They kind of just assume the audience knows everything. And you don't need to spoon feed every little detail to them, but we even saw this in the uh, Jungle Boy promo. He was like, oh, pretty much not verbatim, but like, as everybody knows, Christian had to get surgery and is going to be gone for a while. Like, no, he didn't. How would anybody know that if you're just watching AEW television? Like, this isn't even like a smart thing. Just, yes, he might have had a brace on, but how are we supposed to be expected to know that Christian was going to have surgery? Like, he had a match. He looked fine. Like, he had the brace. But besides that, you wouldn't really know anything different. So I think AEW does kind of expect too much, even if that is 90% of the fan base who watches knew that like just a little bit, like because of a backstage incident between CM Punk and the elite, they have been stripped of their titles and we're going to crown them this way, which way. So I think the, the legal thing, which is kind of the excuse I'm, I'm hearing is kind of bullshit. Like you don't need to outright say, as you said, verbatim what the fuck happened, but just at least acknowledge it. Like you can cut them out from all the video packages, but at least just say their names and don't act like we're idiots. Like just say because of an incident or even like that. You don't need to say their names. You could just say because of an incident that happened after all out, the AEW title 
and the trios titles have been vacated. And if you want to go look it up, you can go look it up, but at least give a little bit of detail. I can't agree more with that statement. I mean, maybe you can. I could. You could. Uh, so we kick it off with MJF cutting a promo. He is standing there with the Josh Allen jersey, just sucking off the Buffalo crowd. Uh, then John Moxley comes out, but it's kind of like, like in three parts, Moxley calls MJF out and his bullshit, which the announcers did as well. Uh, but the crowd was cheering MJF as they did it after all out. They were cheering MJF. And then until MJF, you know, flipped the fuck out and tore off and wiped his ass with the Josh Allen Jersey. Then the crowd kind of turned on him. Um, as much as this promo was entertaining from MJF, I s- still wonder why they went in this direction, whether they expected a different outcome, which I don't know why they would think MJF would get booed, especially wearing like a Josh Allen Jersey and doing all this pandering, but they had pretty much the only true heel left in wrestling in MJF. They've kind of fumbled it. I mean, they have fumbled it. And now I think he's just going to be putting that pool and, you know, trying to put the you know genie back in the bottle of getting him booed. But we're seeing MJF is going to be one of the most popular people, I think, going in AEW. And I don't think they this promo helped much. Even if you did, you know, do the prototypical heel stuff afterwards, I didn't like how it was played out and it was just unnecessary, I thought, as much as it was entertaining. Well, I mean, you you can't. We. The last time we saw MJF. Was after his his pipe bomb, his promo, his shoot, his everything, the whole the whole backstage drama with him and Tony and management and everything, losing to Wardlow. You know, we haven't seen him. And as what people said about CM Punk's pipe bomb, brother, if I could say that, I would be over too. So exactly, and. You know, he comes, but everybody knew when he came back, if it was WWE or if he came back to AW, he was going to be the hottest thing. That's why when he ripped off that mask, everybody was cheering because we have MJF back. Yeah, he may not be the most talented wrestler, but the promo, the charisma is what we love from him. Now, basically, you know, he wins the, the 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 ladder match, which was a pretty shitty finish. To be Still honest. never got any explanation for what the fuck that was about. Exactly. Um, and you know, it's you know a heel thing to do. Okay, but it's also MJF. We like MJF, so I I, I think they're tr- now they're really trying to make him a heel, but you're gonna have to do that every single week because you're in a different city every single week and that's just gonna i think it's gonna be tolling on the body and the mind and the soul and everything so i think they they give it maybe like another week or two before they say you know what fuck it you're over let's just make you a face we'll fucking you know we'll put heat on moxley somehow or something like that cost you a match or something and they'll try to make moxley heal but then they're going to turn moxley into like a stone cold whereas moxley is going to do whatever the fuck he wants and he's going to get over so it's kind of like you're going to you're going to be in a rock and a hard place for a long time if you don't start creating heels that can fucking hold their own i think they'll keep mjf as a heel um whether i mean he's going to get cheered i think regardless but I just kind of had more issue with the segment itself. I think you can do it in such a way where you start off with MJF playing it up as a baby face, but I think him 
slowly, gradually turn it on the fans and kind of like make it like, well, not slowly, but kind of abruptly, but make it make a lot more sense than how they did it. Because I don't know if it was an audible called and they could Moxley or MJF was supposed to do something that they didn't because of the crowd reaction. But I think if MJF turned on the crowd by himself instead of just the awkward call out by Moxley, then I would have liked a little bit more. But I, I think they'll, they're not going to mess around anymore. You got to just plow ahead, have MJF as a heel. And it is weird that pay-per-view full gear, which I think that's where they're going to go with it for his title match is going to be in New Jersey. And he is going to be over. It is going to be, you know, bizarre world, whether how hard they push him as a heel or not. I think he's going to be cheered in that building at full gear. If that is the place they're going to crown him, it will have the title match. Then kind of chop enough Moxley comes out, you know, whatever. Then he cuts his own promo, just kind of talking about what the title means to him. He did the old Rob Manfred as a piece of metal, but it's more than just a piece of metal. Damn it, Rob. It means something to me, damn it. And he just went full, you know, sad, sad boy that he lost the title, but he's going to get him, you know, pick himself up, dust himself off and fucking make the game winning shot this time and become a legend. I absolutely loved it. I think Moxley has just been clicking on all cylinders these past few months. And it is a little bit repetitive because he won and then lost it. I, I just feel like it's, this is Moxley's company as that promo suggested. I just wouldn't be mad if they just put it on him again and we just head forward. Let's not fuck it up this time. Let's not mess around. No interim title belts and two week reigns. Just give it to Moxley, have him cut fantastic promos and be the lead guy of the company. But as I said, a little bit repetitive. They might go in a different direction. What do you think of Moxley and the future with him? I mean, you can't go wrong with John Moxley. I think he is the future of AEW. I think he is the pedestal. I think he is the monarch of AEW. I think Jericho is your, you know, I think Jericho's your king. Moxley's your prince. And you got to you know, Jericho can't maybe do the things he can't he used to be able to do. And that's why he's gonna have to give it over to Moxley. But I mean, I, I, I feel I feel that you know it, it it you're 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 going to punk for the name. Give it you gotta let that shit go, bro. And you just gotta you gotta just give in and you have you have Moxley, you have Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, you have Claudio, you have, you have uh, fucking, as much as I don't want to say it, Sammy Guevara, you have Darby Allen, you have Miro, you have, you have fucking Brody King, Buddy Matthews, you have, uh, you know, there, there's a, a plethora of talent. And yet you're, you're, you're sticking with these couple same guys. It, it, it is, it is despicable. All right, moving on. I think we're going to march through the rest of the show pretty quickly as okay, we get good. new triple or trios champions as Triangula de la Muerte defeats the best friends. So now Pac has become double champ because it was bound to happen. Surprise, it happened already. Uh, but Pac, Penta, and Phoenix become trios champions. Uh, I like them. I mean, you know, I love Triangula de la Muerte, so I am not hating on this match or not on the decision. I love the match. Maybe you could have put it on best friends, give them a little bit of credibility, but give it on, you know, Triangula de la Muerte. I got to say the whole thing 
they're not going to say in English. Uh, they're very similar to the elite, so you can just kind of plug them in and do whatever you're going to do afterwards. I mean, I'm not saying I would have given to the best friends, but there was another Trios team that was very uh, deserving of those titles. Um, you know, not going to name any names here. Well, but, did you name some names so we actually know what you're talking about? I mean, you could have given it to... FTR and CM Punk. Exactly. No, I mean, I was going to say, you know, they're... Uh, House of Black would have been a great one, but, you know... Malachi's no longer there. Um, Alex Reynolds know. is hurt. Hangman Page was in the Danielson match. Yep. So, I mean, you could, you couldn't. I think you're right. You kind of have to go that way. But, I mean, I would have, I would have been okay with best friends in Orange Cassidy. I would have been okay with, with that. Danhausen. With Danhausen, yes. Yes. <laughs> no monies. Okay, no monies. Uh, Tony Storm takes on Penelope Ford. Uh, Storm wins. No one can ask for, right? Correct. Uh, Jericho does a backstage promo. Uh, kind of spoiled the uh, Danielson hangman match, but another one of those promos. Moxley had his promo. Jericho had his promo kind of, you know, not talking shit about Punk or the Elite, but taking charge of their locker room, quote unquote. Uh, no, it was it was a solid promo, and I think they're kind of leaning on Jericho right now for the name value. And um, I, you know, if you would have told me Jericho's still kind of doing this two years in or three years into AEW, I'd be a little bit surprised. But you know, shout out to him, still being that kind of lead. Well, it's Chris lead. Jericho, bro. Come on, he's going to keep going until he's like Sting's age. Exactly. Uh, we get Wardlow's world, still a thing. Unfortunately, he uh, defeats Tony Nice. Wardlow, he cuts kind of a this is my locker room type promo. Um, you know, it, it was okay. Wardlow, kind of the only guy, I think, outside of the uh, that's not in the tournament of champions. Would you agree with that? Or do you think, you know, like powerhouse Hobbs could have been in there maybe? Um, but besides that, do you think they kind of got the the bracket right? Or is there somebody you would have would have wanted to be in there? I mean, I would love to see powerhouse Hobbs. Um I mean, no Adam Cole. I mean, it was the tournament Adam of Cole champions, still hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the they quote unquote the tournament tournament of champions. So, I mean, Wardlow is kind of the only champion, I guess, because unless you acknowledge one of the FTW title, never went to Hobbs. So, I guess that's it. Because that's it. I guess that's it. Speaking mm-hmm. of that tournament of champion, uh, Daniel. Daniel Bryan Danielson takes on Hangman Adam Page. No promos, no nothing. I would have loved to, you know, get a little bit of something out of this in terms of promos, but you know, it, it's AEW. What can you expect? We're not going to get promos hyping up a match. Uh, but Danielson beats Hangman in a really stellar 20 plus minute match. Danielson gets the win as much as I like Moxley, and I think he would be a fantastic guy to just lead the company, even though it's repetitive. I think Danielson is probably my pick. I think he's different enough. He can kind of go in that direction and be. But he has history of injury. Well, he well, I mean, he did get hurt, but that was like a very extreme hardcore type match. So you can kind of blame it on that. But do you risk giving? I mean, look at the last few times besides the last WWE championship run. He he becomes the first time he comes 
when he became like the legit champion at WrestleMania, he gets hurt. The concussions and all that shit. Gets the Intercontinental Championship next WrestleMania. Gets hurt. Goes away for years. Comes back. Wins the WWE Championship. And he actually has a successful run this time. So my thing is like, do you risk doing that and having the potential of him getting hurt? Or do you just say, fuck it, Daniel Bryan. Danielson is a great name. What's gonna go? We're going to go with him. It's not a perfect pick by any means, but and I think his layoff from double or nothing to now was maybe extended a little bit. I think he could have come back a little bit earlier, but Tony was just being a little cautious, which he should be. But if you look at everything, spoiler alert, Sam Guevara beat Darby Allen, I believe, on Rampage. So it's uh, Darby or correct. Sam, it's Sammy taking on Moxley and then Danielson taking on Jericho. So out of those four, I mean, as much as I keep saying Moxley's repetitive, I think Jericho's a little bit more repetitive. Just because yeah. he's like he's been like in top storylines a lot more than Moxley has. So as I said, I think it's Moxley and Danielson, you know, BCC in Arthur Ashe Stadium in two weeks. Which would be a great matchup. That you would be. It would be. Uh, any thoughts on the match and no. Yeah. I mean no. do you do you agree that it's either Moxley or Danielson? And oh, it has to be. It has to be. You're not gonna have Jericho versus Sammy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, in the main event, Daniel Garcia defeats Wheelie Yuta to become the ROH Pure Champion. A little sprinkle of Danielson and Jericho in this one as well. Um, Garcia just beats Yuta clean. You know, good match. Good match. I, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely a different match. It's not going to pull in all the viewers, but uh, AEW did over a million viewers, basically off the back of the drama. So, a uh, fun match. You know, in Buffalo, Garcia's hometown had West Side Gun out there. Uh, it was a good time. Danielson uh, puts the title on Garcia. Jericho wasn't a real big fan of that. So we're continuing on the feud and we're going to have uh, Jericho and Danielson next week, as well as Sammy and uh, Moxley. So uh, this title tournament is going to be you know, anchoring AEW these next few weeks. Uh, also going to get the acclaim and uh, Swerve in our glory two weeks at Arthur Ashe. So yeah, boy. Really, really setting up for that Arthur Ashe show to be a good one. Um, that well, Dominic, any any thoughts on Clash of the Castle, WWE in general? No, I mean, I thought it was a great show from what I saw. And, you know, the WWE is stepping up their game. And I think AEW really needs to be cautious of what they do going forward now. It's, 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 it's a different ball game, folks. You uh, you weren't on the wrestling portion last week. Do you think we were you in the the Drew McIntyre boat, or is it the right choice to keep it on Roman? I'm kind of on both. I mean, if I had to pick one, I guess I would pick Roman. I mean, I just think... because you know, once you beat him after three years, you can't do that again. Exactly, and it, it's it's. I'm not saying Clash wasn't a special event. But it needs to be a monumental, monumental event for Roman to lose, and Clash was not that one. I agree. I agree. We're seeing a lot more stadium shows in WWE, for better or for worse. I think it does kind of when the atmosphere is clicking, it's a fantastic atmosphere. But when it's kind of dead, it definitely is a dead crowd because the yeah. air doesn't travel as well. So, like the UK shows, I, I would love for them to go back there. You know, maybe once a year, maybe not exactly UK. You know, you can go to Dublin. Or, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, so I don't know what's a hot spot for WWE. Australia, they did that one show a few years yeah. back. That was fun. So it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, Australia, Ireland, Spain, 
Italy. I don't know where the fuck else WWE can go. Uh, but Coliseum. <laughs> over the Oakland Coliseum. No, God, no. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, overall, great week of wrestling. It's going to be a great week of football. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Uh, that'll do it for us for today. Remember, uh, Mr. X or anybody, if you want to chime in on the CM Punk drama or any drama or just anything, if you want to ask us anything, AMA, we are not on Reddit. Maybe soon. Maybe. Email us, curveballandcs at gmail.com. Slide into the DMs on Instagram or Twitter, uh, curveballsandcs. Make sure to check out the Instagram or possibly Twitter to see Dominic in drag. But until next Maybe. time, for Dominic and the studio audience, no mascot, my wife, uh, the fleas, the spiders, the planes. Oh my. Goodbye. Good night. And bye bye. Evolution is a mystery.